1: Kellogg's
2: Pet, the Sunshine Cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, Clark Kent and Lois Lane's continued probing for information behind the mystery of Freeville brings them that much closer to the edge of doom.
1: Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, most fellas and girls think that surprises are more fun than anything. And that's why you members of the gang get such a kick out of it when Mom opens a new package of Kellogg's Pet. Because you never know exactly which comic button you're going to find inside. Could be anyone of 18 in that new series, you know old favorite funny paper characters like uh, Brenda Starr and the Little Moose and Pat Patton and and Tess Trueheart, Chief Brandon, Vitamin Flitheart, and Superman, of course. And if it's a duplicate comic button, you know, like one that you already have pinned on your jacket or your dresser cap, why, that's even more fun, because then you can exchange with your pals. And you know, the best part is, these pep comic buttons are so easy to collect, you don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is to ask Mom to stock up on Kellogg's Pep and look for your prize in every package you open. That's Pep, the whole wheat flakes with the kettle, the crisp, fresh Kellogg's cereal that's the doggone good tasting that every single spoonful calls for more. Yes, sir, Kellogg's Pep is the breakfast dish for you. So ask Mom to get P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep.
2: (laughs) And now, the adventures of Superman. Arriving in Freeville to cover a routine story of a prolonged dry spell, Lois Lane was captured by two unknown men who finally released the girl reporter only after warning her to leave Freeville that night or die. Clark Kent, who, as we know, was Superman, believed that the threat to Lois was tied up somehow with the bad feeling existing between the local bigwigs and politicians and a group of war veterans who were homesteading nearby. Convinced that Abner Sykes, the close-mouthed telegrapher, knew a great deal about the mystery, Kenton Lois finally persuaded him to take them into his confidence. But before the old man could reveal what he knew, he was shot by an unseen assailant. As we continue now, the two reporters are in the corridor of the little local hospital, where they wait anxiously for word of Abner Sykes' condition. Listen.
3: I do hope Mr. Sykes will pull through. So do I, Lois. He seems gruff, but he's really such a sweet old man. Mm. Why would anyone want to shoot him?
0: Well, that's obvious to keep him from talking, of course. Really? Well, certainly. Sykes obviously knows the answer to what's going on here in Freeville. Why all the people seem afraid and and why they walk away when you try to question them. Oh, yes, but just What's more, he knows what's behind the ill feeling between the local bigwigs and the war veterans on that farm project. That's why he was shot.
3: You mean to keep him from telling us? Definitely. Good heavens.
0: What do you suppose is going on, Clark? Well, no, I'm not sure yet. I am certain it's something big, very big. Yes, I
3: suppose so. Oh, Clark, Mr. Sykes must... Oh, no, wait for
0: it, Lois. Here comes the doctor now. Oh, dear, I'm afraid of up. He's smiling. He is?
4: Uh-huh. Well, what's the good word, doctor?
3: <laughs> oh, that old Abner. Never saw the likes of him. Well, what do you mean, doctor? How is Mr. Sykes? Hey, he's fine, Candy. Just fine.
4: Oh, how wonderful. There's
3: not a thing wrong with him. Old Abner sheds bullets just like that Superman fellow does. Sheds what? bullets? <laughs> That's right. You see, old Abner had made himself a bulletproof vest. Oh, no. A bulletproof vest? <laughs> Stitched it right into his red flannel underwear. Well, I'll be hacked. That's all, brother. <laughs> yeah. I've known old Ab all my life and always said he was the smartest man in the county, even though he hardly ever opened his mouth. Yes, sir. I knew you knew what he was doing all the time, too. Wasn't taking any chances. What do you mean, doctor? I wasn't taking any chances with whom? Uh, look, I'm just a medical man, Kent. Yes, I know what you And you're I, I st- don't meddle with politics or anything else outside my profession. But you just said Mr. Sykes was your friend. Yes, and somebody tried to shoot him, so it's
0: your duty to My
3: duties to help the sick and injured. It's a sheriff's job to find the man who tried to kill Ab Sykes. Well,
0: that's right, but I understand the sheriff is out of town. It's so still we...
3: his job. We've got a family and, yeah, but that's neither here nor there. I came out to tell you that Abner's all right. He's just stunned from the force of the bullets. And he wants to see you two.
2: Oh, you mean we can see him now?
3: That's right, Miss Lane. You can go right on in. Oh, thank you,
0: Doctor. Come on, Lois. <laughs>
4: You, Mr. Kidd? Yes, Mr. Sykes. Mr. Lane, with you? Uh-huh. Yes, I'm right here. Good. Come on over to the bed. Well, we're both mighty glad to know you weren't hurt.
3: Are you sure you're all right now?
4: Yep. Just got a little pain in my chest, is all. Oh, I'm sorry. But it's nothing. No great harm done. Oh, thanks to your bulletproof vest. Yep. Came in handy this time, did. You
3: can say that again. Why, well, when we saw you lying on well, the ground, n- we. Ne- well, were... never
0: mind that now, Lois. Look, uh, Mr. Sykes,
4: did you know who shot you? Yep, I do. Who was it? Tell you later. Why can't you tell us now? Well, I got to tell you the whole story all at one time. Oh. But look, we've got to get... You and Miss Lane here sure got gumption, Kent. Thanks. That's what we need here in Freeville. Folks with gumption who'll stand up to them scalawags. What scalawags? Them which out to ruin Freeville. Maybe the whole country besides. Just what do you mean, Mr. Sykes? Well, can't tell you exactly, because... Some things I'm sure of, and some I'm not quite so sure of. Well, suppose we start with the things you are sure of. Well, here's how it is. When we first heard about them war veterans coming in here...
2: Hello, Mr. Hi, oh, what is fine. this?
4: oh uh,
5: Hello, Mr. Kent. Oh, hi, Mr. Yeah. Leonard. Abner, you old scallywag. Uh, What's your name, is... Mr. Clayton? Uh, yes, sir. What is I'd like you to meet a fellow newspaper man. Oh. Oh, a pleasure, I'm sure. And Mr. Clark Kent of the Metropolis Daily Planet, meet the Honorable Edward C. Clayton, three times governor of this state. How do you do? Mr. Kent, it's an honor to make the acquaintance of a fine journalist such as you are reputed to be.
0: Oh, thank you. Miss Lane, may I present Mr. Clayton? Lane, and, uh, uh, Mr. Leonard? did I... Uh... Did I hear you say Miss Lane, sir?
3: Yes, you did. I'm Lois Lane, also of the Metropolis Daily Planet. Oh?
5: Why, uh, why? This is the young lady who was reported missing, Mr. Clayton. Well, well, I'm, uh, I'm delighted to meet you, my dear. Mm. As soon as I heard you were missing, I said uh, she'll show up all right. Nothing happens to folks in my state, <laughs> no sirree, <Bob>. Well,
3: something <laughs> did happen this time.
0: Uh, uh. What's that? Oh, no, nothing, nothing. She's just joking. Lois, I'd like you to meet Fred Leonard, editor and publisher of the Freeville Gazette.
3: How do you do, Mr. That, Leonard? A
0: pleasure to meet you, Miss Lane. Yes, indeed. Yes, it is a real pleasure to meet the representatives
5: of so, so excellent a newspaper as the Daily Planet. Yes, sir, E. Bob. A great newspaper.
4: Go away. Everybody, please go away. Eh?
5: Why, why, Abner, I'm surprised at you. That's no way to talk to your friends who come over to see you as soon as they heard something had happened to you.
4: Nothing happened to me.
5: Nothing? Nope. Uh, What's all this I hear about somebody taking a
4: shot at you? Why, yes, we Uh. were all upset when we heard about it, Abner, and we rushed right over here. Well, nothing to be upset about. Just go away and take them reporter folks away from me.
0: What? Now,
4: look here. You heard me. Go away. You bother me? No, no, everybody. Say, what's I... gotten
0: into
3: you, Mr. Sykes? You're the one man who can tell us what's going on here. I tell field. you, I
4: don't know nothing. Look, Claus, I think we'd better well, run Clark, along. But... what's gotten into well, him? Well, I'm sorry, Miss Lane. You and Mr. Kent got to let me alone. I'm a sick man. Can't stand questioning. And I don't know nothing. Well, I'll. Uh,
5: folks, folks, I I think I'd better apologize for my friend Abner. Uh, after all, he he did just suffer a great shock. Oh, yes, and he's sort of upset. Uh, Maybe we'd all better just leave now, don't you think so, Mister Clayton? Uh, yes, Fred, I do. I'm uh, I'm sure Miss Lane, Mister Kent
0: will understand. Yes, yes, of course. Hey, come on, Lois. Of course. Come on, please. Uh, goodbye, Mr. Sykes. Hope you recover quickly. Yes,
5: yes, indeed, Abner. That expresses the sentiments of us all, I'm sure. Uh, come on, Fred. Well, goodbye, Abner. See you again soon, uh, Miss Lane, uh, Mr. Kent. I uh, I want to tell you again how happy I am to meet you, and and I want you to know how much I think of your paper, The Daily Planet. Yes, sir, Eva. What this country needs is more fine papers like that, which spread the gospel of understanding and progress.
0: Huh? Uh, thank you, Mr.
5: Clayton. Yes, sir. You know, you know, we're all brothers under the stars and stripes. All of us Americans, that is. And the sooner we understand that, the sooner we'll all get along like brothers, right, Fred? That's
0: absolutely right, Mr. Clayton.
3: Yes, but there's something going on here that's uh, not there.
0: It's very... nice to have met you, Mr. Clayton. Hope to see you again sometime. Come on, Lois. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, we've got a car. Can't we drop you somewhere? Yes, uh, Thank you. A... No, we'd rather walk. Goodbye. Oh, Goodbye. Good good
2: Still angry and puzzled by what she has just seen and heard, Lois Lane is literally dragged by Clark Kent away from the Honorable Ed Clayton and editor Fred Leonard. What is going on? We'll know more in a moment when we return for the exciting climax of today's episode. So, stand by.
1: Say, gang, you've heard of infantile paralysis, that dread disease that cripples so many, many children every year? Well, here in America, we're fighting infantile paralysis epidemics with all our power and our strength. We provide medical care for its victims... We train nurses and doctors to treat it. We're studying its cause and its prevention through research. And the service that carries on this fight is the National Foundation for Infantile Paralysis, supported by the annual March of Dimes. Every year across the country, grown-ups and children give their dimes and dollars. So how about putting part of your allowance to work? And remind mom and dad, too, to give their contributions to the annual March of March of Dimes.
2: As we rejoin them now, Clark Kent and Lois Lane have returned to the Central Hotel in Freeville and are walking through the third-floor corridor to their respective rooms. Lois, still furious, is trying to make sense out of Abner Sykes' strange
0: behavior. Listen.
3: You mean Mr. Sykes suddenly changed his tune because he was afraid of Mr. Clayton and Mr. Leonard? Is that what you're trying to say, Clark?
0: I'm not sure, Lois. Either he was afraid of them, or else he just didn't want to reveal what he knew.
4: But he was just about to tell us everything.
0: I know. That's because we're outsiders, so we're not involved in whatever's going on around here between the local bigwigs and politicians and the war veterans. Yes, but... And as you remember, Mr. Sykes said he wasn't sure of all his facts, just some of them. My hunch is that he wanted our help in finding all the facts. Oh, hold it, here's your room.
3: Look, Clark, let's go back to the hospital. With Leonard and that flag-waving ex-governor gone, maybe... No,
0: I I don't think that's smart, Lars. And anyway, you need a rest after all you've gone through today.
3: Oh, you're right. Gee, I...
0: Oh, I am pretty tired. Of course you are. You've got a good night's sleep. I'll see you in the morning, and we'll continue our investigation then.
3: Okay, Clark. Good night. Good night, mm-hmm.
0: Lois. I'll knock on your door at 7 o'clock.
3: Okay, Clark. What's
0: the matter? Are you having trouble? Yes, the door is stuck. Hey, wait a minute. I'll help you. Oh, never mind. Here it is. It's opening now. Look out, Lois. Look out, I ah, said Get back!
2: Clark Kent springs forward, his X-ray vision perceiving something within the room just as Lois enters it, and a violent explosion shatters the silence of the little village hotel. What has happened to the girl reporter? Is this the answer to Lois's defiance of the warning to get out of Freeville? What is going on in this sleepy little farming area? Don't miss tomorrow's thrilling episode, fellows and girls. Tune in, same time, same station.
1: And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pet. For excitement,
2: the adventures of Superman.
1: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pet, the sunshine cereal. Say gang, how'd you like to pick out your own favorite Kellogg's cereal every morning and open your own individual package yourself? Well, ask mom to get Kellogg's Variety. That's the white, green, and red Kellogg package with ten one-serving packages of your own favorite Kellogg cereals, like Kellogg's Corn Flakes and Rice Krispies and Pep. And you know they're good because you've always liked Kellogg cereals so much. Every day you get your choice, and every day you treat yourself to one of your favorite Kellogg cereals for breakfast. So ask Mom to get you Kellogg's Variety. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman.